and disease to death? Will God heal the sick and the diseased to death? If you believe in God, or if you just take your eyes off yourself and look into space and look at the universe, the way God has put everything together, it will take a lot of faith not to believe that there is a God. When you're out in the ocean and you go out and you look as far as your eyes can see. For me, it's an awesome thing to just look and wonder, how come, who put these things together? How can these things be? And we're still learning about the universe, about what God has created. It, it will take a lot of faith to believe that there is no God. So if you believe in God and you're a Christian, the question is not whether God can heal. That's not the question. The question is, is God willing to heal the sick? Does God want to heal sick people, people who are diseased in their bodies? Is it God's will to heal them? Does he even desire to heal the sick? Does God even care for the man who is reeling with pain and his family suffering, wondering where can we get money to help our situation? He's so bad. Does God really care about it? And many times we're even more confused when we see good Christians that have lived a good Christian life and we see them die horribly sick. We get confused and our faith is challenged. We don't really know what to believe. How can I believe that God is interested in healing the sick? How can I believe that God is interested in healing me, a sick person? Does he really even care? Look at that person. A good believer, I know that man, I know that woman. They were sick and God didn't heal. How can I believe that God wants to heal at all? Does God want to heal everybody? Is he even interested in this thing? Does he even care? Or is he so busy in, the, in his world that he has created, he doesn't care about what's going on in your life? These are some of the questions that we have. And the answers are so difficult to come by. How do you answer these type questions? In my mind, the best place to go is to look at the life of Jesus himself. There's no other place to go. Because he was God revealed. He came to show us the way God sees things. He came to show us God himself. How God relates to sickness and disease. He came to show us that. How God relates to sin. He came to show us that. So when we look at Jesus' life, we can tell the will of God, whether God wants to heal some, or God really cares about the sick, or God wants to heal everyone. There is no place to go. He is our standard. That's the only one to look at. I got to look at his life because Jesus said, I came to do my Father's will. I always do the things that please him. I always, he says, I never do anything on my own. What I see the Father doing, that's what I do. If he's not doing it, I won't even attempt to do it. 
everything he did, everything he demonstrated to us was actually revealing God because no one has ever seen God. But God came to show us himself in his son. And if you wonder about what God thinks about anything, just look into the life of Jesus. Look at his life. See how he relates to these things. That's the only way you can truly tell and be comfortable in what you want to believe. Just in Jesus Christ. And when Jesus came into the world after he had fasted 40 days, the Bible said he came from the wilderness and he began to preach the gospel. And in Matthew chapter uh, 4, verse 23 and 24, the Bible tells us this. And Jesus went about all Galilee, teaching in the synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom. The gospel, that's what means good news. He was preaching the good news of this new kingdom that God was about to unveil for mankind so that we can enjoy. There's good news about this. So he went about all Galilee, teaching in the synagogues, preaching the, good, the gospel of the kingdom, and healing all kinds of sickness. How many kinds of sickness? All kinds of sickness. That's God's will. That's God's will revealed. If your sickness was present, that sickness will be healed. If you presented your sickness on that day, Jesus will heal you. He's not going to put his hand on your head and say, Father, is it your will to heal this one? Oh, no. Uh, God, my father just said, it's not your time. You're going to die from this. Pass on. Every kind of sickness got healed. And all kind of disease. If you got a diseased liver, it got healed. If you have mental issues, it got healed. If you were suffering from anxiety, you got healed. If your, if your pancreas is ailing, God healed it. Jesus, and it was God's will. It was God's will. Sickness doesn't glorify God. If sickness glorifies God, Jesus robbed his father of a lot of glory by healing all these sick people on this day. He healed everyone that was sick. He healed them. It says, then his fame, verse 24, then his fame went throughout all Syria. He was in Galilee, but they were talking about it in another country. Way back in Syria, they were talking about this Jesus that was healing all the sick. He was healing all of them. His fame went throughout. Not only in Judea, not only in Galilee. It went overseas. And guess what was happening? And they brought to him from where? I believe from Syria as well, from Syria. They were bringing the sick from everywhere. Sick people were coming from everywhere. And he was not refusing anyone. Every one of them was, was coming. And he was healing them. They brought the sick to him, all sick people who were afflicted with various diseases and torments. Didn't matter what was tormenting them. And those who were demon-possessed, epileptic, if you got mental issues, paralytics, paralyzed people, Jesus didn't care what they had. That was God's attitude. He hates sickness. 
God hates sickness because of what sickness does to man. The one he created in his own image. God hates sin because of what sin does to man. Murders, stealing, and all the pain sin causes us. Divided home. He hates sin, not because he hates us. It's the thing that is troubling our lives, that's healing us, that he hates. And sickness is one of them. He hates them. So Jesus drove sickness and disease from everyone that showed up to him and talked to him. And he'll drive your disease from you this morning in Jesus' name. And the sickness, whatever that is. Let me submit to you that we don't stand in disadvantage just because we are not able to go to Jesus in person. He's not here. In fact, we have a better chance of being healed by Jesus than when he was here. Somebody says, really? <laughs> yes. Because his desire to heal is still as strong today as it was then. His will to heal the sick is the same. It's still as great as it was then. His compassion for those who were sick is still as strong. And the Bible says every time Jesus felt compassion, he healed everybody. Now I'm submitting to you, he has not changed. The good thing is we don't have to go to Jerusalem. He's sitting right by you where you're sitting right now. He also came to church this morning. He's sitting right by you with all his glory, with all his power, and the desire to make you well is still as strong as it was in Bible days. He wants to heal you, and he wants to heal you now, today. He's still here. We don't stand in any disadvantage. You know, Satan used to deceive my mind when I was growing up as a Christian. I would say to myself, I don't know about all these preachers, but I wish I was in the time when Jesus was here walking. I can just walk up to him and he'll just heal me. That was a mistake. I don't need him here like in, in person. He was confined to only one place. Now he can be everywhere and heal hundreds of people all over the world at the same time. It's even better for us this morning. And he's sitting right there by you, where you're seated. The same Jesus of Nazareth, he's sitting right by you. Just because you can't see him with your eyes doesn't mean he's not right there by you. The same God is sitting by you and wants to heal you. We are not in disadvantage. He's still with us. I've always believed that everywhere I go preaching and praying for the sick, I, I don't have to stress because I know how faithful he is. And so when it's time to pray, I don't have to stress. Sometimes God goes ahead of me while I'm still speaking. He heals them. I've seen that many times. And I rejoice over it because I didn't have to scream or yell uh, to get them healed. Oh. It's beautiful. God wants to heal you. I need to let you know this. God wants to heal you and make you well. You were made in his image. He said, well, I've been a bad person. Yeah, he knew that. But he sent his son for you because you are precious, precious in his sight. The whole world is wicked. 
everyone has sinned, but God still loves us. And he wants us to be part of his family. And so he brought us to himself. There was only one man. After John preached, uh, Jesus preached his message on the Sermon on the Mount, when he came down, the crowd was, the crowd was so excited. They were just, he taught us like one with authority. They understood. They felt God's very presence. He was like standing on my, beside my Sinai, sharing the words of God without the fire and all the thundering. They felt good. But there was one leper who felt out of place. But he needed healing. He risked it. He risked it and got to Jesus. And this leper said to Jesus, and I'm reading from Matthew chapter 1, uh, chapter 8, verse uh, 1, 2, 3. It said Jesus came, the message Bible, and this scripture written different in Luke as well as in Mark. It says Jesus came down the mountain with the chairs of the crowd still ringing in his ears. Then a leper appeared and went to his knees before Jesus praying. Just imagine that. He was on his knees talking to Jesus. It says, he said, Master, if you want, if you want to, you can heal my body. Jesus reached out and touched him, saying, I want to be clean. Then and there, all signs of leprosy were gone. Notice what was happening here. The man said, if you want to, I know you can make me well. And he says immediately, Jesus wished that he was a leper. He should, Jesus shouldn't have touched him. But he wanted to silence those words from his mouth. No. If you today would say to Jesus, you can make me well if you want to. His reply to you would be, I want to. Amen. I want to. And they will reach out immediately and touch you. All you have to do is pray to him. Amen. Is that difficult? Just tell him what you need. If you go to him today and he is here and you tell him, I know you can if you want to. He wants to heal you. That statement to that man says it forever. For every human being, if you ask him, he wants to. He wants to heal you. You know why that is? Because healing was part of the atonement that Jesus came to make on our behalf. So no one is refused. No one is refused. When I read the scriptures, I see things that amaze me. The Jews knew that they were covenant people. And every one of you is a covenant child of God. And they knew their covenant rights. They went to Jesus in one occasion. They said, now nah, Jesus, we need you to do something for us. We have this Gentile fellow here that's good to our people. <laughs> we want you to heal his servant. They were demanding it. You know why? They had covenant rights. They were interceding for a Gentile. And Jesus said, okay, we'll get it done then. Because they have covenant rights. Let me let you know this. 
everything that God didn't want upon his children, his covenant people, you and I, he put on his sons. Everything that God didn't want to dominate my life and your life in this present world, he put on his son to die and destroy that thing. And everything he wants you to enjoy, he paid for with the life of his son. That's your covenant right. That's why you can, when, why you can talk to him and he'll do it immediately. And he, they knew their covenant right. So they went to him, we want you to heal the servant. Even though he's a Gentile, we don't want you objecting. They're talking to God. Don't object because he's good to our people. You have to do this. And Jesus said, okay, I'll do it. He healed the man. That's the power God's made available to us as his covenant children. It's what you want from him. Let me show, share this scripture with you. In Matthew chapter 8. That you have this covenant right. Because God has taken your sickness from your life. Even before you were born. God said, I don't want them suffering through this. He put it on his son. Put sickness and disease on his son. In Matthew chapter 8 verse 16 and 17. It says, and when evening had come. They brought to him many who were demon possessed. And he, that's Jesus, cast out the spirits with a word. And healed some who were sick. Is that what it says? He healed how many? All. All. Everyone. If you were there on that day, you get healed. I don't care if you have a broken, even if they cut off your leg, he's going to give you one. A brand new one. And he's done it around the world. I read of a story of a, a little kid in Kenya who was born without eyes. A marvelous story. And the mother was listening to the gospel of the Lord Jesus Christ. And she brought this little baby to this meeting. And she held the baby while the preacher was preaching. And now it was time for, for them to, I mean, just thick skin over the eyes. No eyes, no opening. That the child was born without eyes. Just a thick skin. No opening. And the mother held the child. And, and while the preacher was praying, she had her eyes closed. And she was praying with the preacher. And when the prayer was over, she looked down. And that baby's eyes wide open was studying the mother's face. Who is this? You know, God had given the baby brand new eyes. I saw a picture of people lining up just to see this child. In a little hurt somewhere in Kenya. They lined up. They got to see this miracle. They all knew. That's the God that we serve. How tough is your sickness to God? God says this is a big one now. I got to really pray hard to deal with this. No. God can heal you because he loves you. He wants to heal you. It says, when evening had come, he healed all that were sick. Why did Jesus do this? It said that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet. In other words, Jesus healed them on this day because in his mind, he was fulfilling a prophecy that was spoken about him. And if he's fulfilling the prophecy, he's got to heal everyone. Can I hear an amen? He healed everybody. 
He said if, 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 that it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by Isaiah the prophet, saying, He himself took our infirmities and what bore our sicknesses. He was fulfilling that scripture. And that scripture, as long as mankind lives on the earth, that scripture is still being fulfilled today. Amen? And Jesus will heal all today. He will heal today. That scripture is being fulfilled. That's, he took our sicknesses. You know what that is? That means our covenant rights. I have a right to be healed. He says, sin shall not have dominion over me. Romans 6 verse 14. For sin shall not dominate my life. Because Jesus bore my sins. Amen. And so God says, no, no. Sin cannot dominate your life. If you are a Christian. And, but he also bore my sickness. So that sickness cannot dominate my life. It will tempt me with sickness. But I'm not ready to receive. I don't like laying down in the hospital receiving cards and flowers. I like to stay in my home. Amen. And that's what God has made for us. He bore our sicknesses. Many of us will read the scriptures. He was wounded for our transgressions. That's for our sins. He was bruised for our iniquities. That's for sin. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. In other words, what will bring God's prosperity and peace in our life? Jesus took those things, the punishment for that, so that we can have a peaceful life. And he said, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest, peace. He took all of that. The chastisement of our peace was upon him. And the Bible also tells us that with his stripes, we were healed, or her healed. Jesus took our sin and took our sickness as well. No one is going to say, brother, this sin in your life, God, just don't worry about it. Keep sinning because God is trying to teach you a lesson through this sin in your life. Keep, keep it up. They will throw that pastor out of church, I'm telling you. But you hear people telling people, this sickness, uh, God is trying to teach you a lesson. What lesson? Pain? That's all most people get, pain. But that's not God's will for your life. God wants to heal you. This is a scripture that I've always loved. Uh, I never preach a sermon on healing without going to this. It's always, I get very excited when I come to this scripture. It's really exciting. Because I can see the picture of what God's doing. In Matthew 14, verse 34 through 36, it says, When they had come over, they came to the land of Gennesaret, and when the men of that place recognized him. In other words, they said, Jesus? Jesus? And the disciples said, Yeah, Jesus, that's him. That's Jesus. They said, <laughs> Good, good. And when the men of that place recognize him they sent out into that surrounding region everywhere brought to him all who were sick and begged him that they might only touch the hem of his garment and as many as touched it were made perfectly well 
think about what was going on here. Jesus came into town, and the people looked and said, uh, we got a crowd of people coming. Who's this? They said, Jesus. Oh, wow. Jesus of Nazareth, you mean this prophet we've been hearing about that's healed everybody? He said, Jesus. He said, yes. Hey, hey, Jesus, please, uh, can you wait a little bit? Give us some time. We got some errands to run. Please, can you sit down? Somebody give him something to eat. Stay here, and, and we're going to get sick people. Notice what they did. They went all over the region, not only in town. They went everywhere. They knocked on your door. Hey, you got sick person in here? And you say, yeah, bring him out. Jesus is back there in town. We can't move him. If you move him, he'll die. If he dies, let him die. We're taking him to Jesus. We're going to, the next door, hey, you got any sick here? Bring them. And they were carrying them. I mean, these guys were excited. Jesus, they'll put one down and they run back again to get some more sick. Have you gathered all of them? Say, no, we got one over there. They are very resistant. Oh, four, four guys, big guys, go. If, if she resists, carry all of them. Bring them here. And then they brought all the sick. And they said to themselves, oh my God, we got too many people. We've kept him so long here. And now if he has to lay his hands on everybody, this is going to be a real problem. And so they decided, we are covenant people. We, we'll get our healing any way we want it. And they said, now Jesus, could you just sit down please? Take your time. Relax. All we want is for the people to go around and touch your hem. Just let them touch your clothes, okay? Jesus said, okay, that's fine. That's the way I see it. They told Jesus how they wanted to get well. They begged him, sit down and we'll touch, we'll touch your clothes. That means God wants to heal everybody. They decided how they wanted to get well. And God said, okay, you can have it. Have it your way. And so they got their line. They lined up. You can imagine the guy who is crippled or has stomach pain. He's waiting for his turn. He watches the first blind guy go up. And he's looking from the corner around to see what was going to happen. And the guy's eyes get open. And he's running. I can see. I can see. And then the crippled guy is running. Wow. He's jumping. And the guy said, wow. Everybody's getting healed. Wonderful. What's, move the line. All you got to do is touch his clothes. Is that hard? Just touch him and move on. I'm waiting for my turn. Move, move, move. What's better with you? Many times when we read about Bible people, we think that they were not like us. <laughs> I know what I'll be doing if I'm on that line. You're wasting my, <laughs> You're wasting my time. What's wrong with you? Move it. But everybody got healed. Everybody got healed. And the Bible says Jesus is the same yesterday, today, and forever. He hasn't changed. He's the same Jesus. He's here with you today. He's sitting right by you and wants to make you whole, to heal you. At this point, we are going to pray to God.
and receive him and honor him. And then I will go back to the message. We will pray for the sick and you will be healed. Amen? You know, the Bible says this. Sometimes sickness comes to us and all the time because of the sinful world that we live in. That's why sickness attacks our lives. But in Isaiah 55, beginning from verse 6, he says in the scriptures, Seek the Lord while he may be found. Seek God while he may be found. Call on him while he is near. Call on him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way. Let the wicked forsake his way. And your unrighteous man, his thoughts. Let him return to the Lord. Go back to your God. That's all he's asking. He said, because God will have mercy if you will return. Forsake your thoughts. Forsake your way. You've tried it your way. Go back. Return to God. For he will have mercy. And to our God. Because he will abundantly pardon. God will pardon you. Many times I ask, you're sick? Yeah. Why would God make you well when you don't have any desire to be with him at all? He wants you home. So he can protect you. You know how frustrating it is for a father who or a mother who wants to protect the child and the child will not. They want to do things their own way. The father cries, but there's nothing they can do because the kid is out there. God is saying, come back home today. Would you come back home? Would you come back home? All heads bowed this morning. God is telling you to return to him. All heads bow. All eyes closed. No one is looking around. If you're here this morning and you're saying to yourself, I'm going to go back to God. I knew God sometime. Oh, I don't really know God very well, but I want to know him. I want to know him. If that's you today, and I'm not going to ask, embarrass you. I'm not going to ask you to come up front. All I'm going to ask you to do is tell God by raising your hand that God, I'm returning to you. This morning, that's all you have to do. Raise your hand. He'll see that hand and will welcome you back on. If that's you, raise your hand up right now. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I see your hand. Thank you so much. Thank you. I see that hand. That's wonderful. Yes, you are coming back to your God. The one who loves you. The one who cares so much for you. Now open your eyes, everybody, and look, at, look up here. We have determined this, this year, and I, as I pray before God, I want to do everything I can. I know what it was for me from a pagan home to find Christ. And how much struggle I had from my day, in my early days as a Christian. I want to help you. 
so that you won't have to go through what I had to go through to be a strong Christian. If you made a decision, there's a place in the connection card this morning that says my decision today. All you have to do is check what you did before God today and put it in the offering basket so that I can have that. And I have a material that I want to send to you. You have it, please fill it out. We'll give you time to fill it out and say what your decision is for God today. Put it in the offering and I will send you a material and show you how to start your walk with God so that you can study and God will begin to walk with you in your life. So fill out that and put it in. If you have a prayer request also, you can do that. My wife mentioned that before. And you can read through this carefully. This is important to us. You see, we want to help people by the grace of God. This is not a game. I know there is a heaven. I don't have a doubt. And I know there's hell also. So this is serious business. It's not being a preacher. I want to see you in heaven. Make that decision for God. Put it and let me walk with you. In those days, when I received Christ, I thought, wow, my life's going to be boring. <laughs> that was a serious mistake. I have had a really exciting life. And for God to bring me into the United States to be a pastor, uh, it's nothing more exciting than that. <laughs> this is a great blessing. I never saw this. So fill that card and put it in so we can send you something. Amen? We're going to receive our offering right now. We want to put everything aside so we have enough time to pray for you, those who are sick. That's what I'm doing right now. Put everything aside. Let God do it. Be God. But let me let you know this. Jesus is already here with us. Please pass the offering envelope. And he's going to heal you this morning. A time passed. We had a lady. We, if you are visitors, please, you can give if you want to. But we're talking to our own people to give. Uh, but if you want to join us, that's fine. God is always taking care of our church uh, financially from day one. I believe we got into our new building after six months. We bought our building, was able to raise, uh, we were able to raise about close to $30,000, maybe more to buy our first property in six months. Uh, and in three months, we raised over 30000 And so God has been good to us. And God's people here have been very faithful, and God's blessing them. So you don't have to. But today is your day of healing. And God wants to heal you. In my mind, I, I could see Jesus sitting as I was praying, sitting by you, and he's already fixing you, amen? <laughs> he's already fixing what is wrong with you. I don't care what it is. I don't care what it is. God will heal you. God will heal you. We had a situation some time ago. I was feeling a little sick in the morning. And I told the devil before, and I made a covenant with God, no Sunday morning comes and pastor is at home sick. I said that it was between me and God. It's been 11 years, right? And there's not been one Sunday that I've been at home sick. 
God protected that. The only time I was, <laughs> I was at home sick, I still went to church to preach. That was in Nigeria. God spared me. It wasn't in the United States. Okay. <laughs> but one Sunday morning, I came to, to church uh, feeling kind of sick. My nose was uh, dripping. And I told the devil, you know, I've got to go up and preach. And this is not going to work. So get it off me before I get up there. And through praise and worship, it didn't go away. It was time for me to go up to preach. And I said, God, help me. What am I going to do now? And I told the devil, if you don't do this, take this stuff away from me. I'm going to pray for the sick then. A sick person praying for sick people. And that's what we did. There was a lady, Jamie, some of you know her. And uh, that was the day, uh, the ear that was deaf. She had two, one of them she could hear out of, the other one she couldn't. That ear popped open and stayed open till the day she went up to be with the Lord. So God can heal. Amen. Let's take our offering right now. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you for giving. Father, I want to thank you for the offering. I pray that you bless the giver and bless the offering. Multiply the blessing, the seed sown for your glory. In Jesus' name, amen. I want, to, I want to share with you briefly how Jesus said to heal the sick. I always want to see what Jesus was doing, how he healed the sick. And then we do the same thing because that's the way he's shown us. How did he command us to heal the sick? The Bible says in Matthew, uh, Mark chapter 16, verse 18, they shall lay hands on the sick and the sick will recover. They practiced it in the time in Bible days, and we practice it today, and God will always honor his word. If you read in uh, Acts chapter 28, verse 8, Paul practiced this. I'm going to read that scripture. It says, and it happened that the father of Publius lay sick of a fever and dysentery. That means infection, right? Fever and dysentery. And then uh, Paul went in to him and prayed. And he laid his hands on him and healed him. So that's what Paul did. The dysentery, the infection ceased right there. All the bugs were destroyed because hands were laid on him. And that's what Jesus said. Go lay your hands on them and they will be healed. Another way that God asked us to heal the sick is in James chapter 5, verse 14 and 15. He tells us how to heal the sick. He says, is any among you sick? Anyone sick this morning? He says, is any among you sick? Let him, let him call for the elders of the church and let them pray over him, 
anointing him with oil in the name of the Lord. And the prayer of faith will save the sick. And the Lord will raise him up. And if he has committed sins, he will be forgiven. So when they anoint you with oil, lay hands on you, you certainly will receive your healing. Because once that touches you, God heals you instantly. Instantly. So how are you to receive your healing? I always like to know how. How am I to know? How do I receive my healing? Now, there is one biblical way that never fails. I found that out in the scriptures. Jesus practiced it so many times, but he never tells us, this is what I'm doing. But what he does is, if you read in the scripture, there was a blind man that was brought to him, and he put his hand on the blind man and said nothing. He absolutely didn't say a word of prayer. And then he took his hand out and he said to the blind man, look. And you know what the blind man did? He tried to look. And he saw. And he says, well, I see, I, I see men walking like trees. And Jesus put his hand back on his head. For a while. And they took it and said, now look. The guy said, I see everything plainly. When Jesus said, you are healed. That's the way he does his thing. Jesus looked at a man who had a withered hand. Mean hand already atrophied, can't use his hand. He's just maybe sitting there like that. And Jesus said to him, stretch out your hand. You know what I will do as a man? <laughs> I can do that. Everybody knows I can. My hand's bad. <laughs> but he listened and he says, and he stretched it out. And the hand was restored just like the other. Jesus saw a man lay, laying down. He says, take up your bed and walk. He gives a command. So when you've been prayed for, do what you couldn't do before. And instantly you'll be healed. That's the secret. Do what you, you have to do something. That's your faith in action. If you couldn't see, open your eyes to see. And instantly you can see. That's the way it is. This is the way God has recommended for people to be healed. So we're going to be praying for you. Once you've been prayed for, do what you couldn't do before. If the pain was there, be violent. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent ones take it by force. If you're doing like, let me see if the pain is still there. Oh, we'll be waiting till next year. Do this, and the pain says, oh, I'm out of here. <laughs> That's what to do. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffers violence. Don't beg, because it's already given. Just receive your healing. Notice he's not saying to give you your healing. It's to receive your healing. And the way to receive it is do what you couldn't do before. I've tried it so many times. It works. Amen? It works. You receive your healing that way. Now, I'm going to pray for everybody. Stand up. Stand up. Stand up. This is the way I feel the Lord sharing with me to do this. And I like to listen to him. What I want you to do right now where you're standing, place your hand where you're hurting, whatever it is. Place your hand wherever you're hurting. Please play that music. And we're going to be doing that for a while. And, and believe God for your healing. Place your hand and just close your eyes reverently before the Lord. Because Jesus, the one I told you, has been standing, sitting right by you. 
If you can't stand, you go ahead and sit down. It's okay. Place your hand where you're, where you're hurting and worship him. As we're worshiping him, he's going to be healing you. You will discover the pain is leaving your body right now. Doesn't matter what you have. If it's depression, he's going to go. If it's anxiety, you will feel it leave your body. Let's be reverent. No moving around much. Please be reverent to him. Worship him. Worship him. now where you're hurting because he's here when it's over some of you will not feel that pain because he's gone the Lord Jesus is healing you right now I bind that spirit of infirmity in your body in the name of Jesus I bind that spirit of infirmity I bind that pain I command that false symptom to leave your body I command your stomach to be healed. I command your bones to be together, working right. That back pain, I command it to be healed in the name of Jesus. The pain that you're feeling is gone by the power of the name of Jesus. I bind those things in the power, by the power of the Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name, be healed. Receive your healing. In Jesus' name, you're being healed right now. Jesus is healing you right now. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Glory to God. Now, Check yourself. I believe God has healed you. Check yourself. Wherever you're hurting, check yourself. Check yourself, please. If you couldn't move your body, please move. You will not feel the pain. You will not feel the pain. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. We honor you, Lord. We give you praise this morning. Move your body. You will find that the pain is gone. Be violent about it. It won't be there. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Now, let me see your hand up if you know God's healed you. Oh, wow. That's amazing. Thank you. You feel God has healed you already? I see you there, ma'am. God healed you? God has healed you? You feel it? Can you give her the microphone, a microphone, please? She's back there. Thank you, Lord. No, she's right there. She's right there. So God healed you? Yes, he did. You feel it? Yes, I do. I couldn't, move, I couldn't move my neck, and I can move it now. Yes. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, God. 
That's how faithful our God is. Anybody else who got healed? Yes, please. Share with, let us share with us. I was having an allergic reaction on my eyelids, and it's gone. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. <coughs> Excuse me. We're going to be asking our prayer partners to please come up here. Please don't leave. We're going to be seeing more miracles happen. We're going to see a lot of miracles. I like to watch these things. Our prayer partners are going to be coming. If you haven't received your healing, please come up. Come up and let them pray for you so you can be healed. You're free to come for your healing right now. Please come up for your healing. <laughs> 